welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers, because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. This is a creature feature episode, and this one is a folklore episode. The episode falls on Christmas Eve, so we're going to look at a Christmas creature. This one's probably been looked at a lot, but I'm not going to miss a chance to look at it. This episode, we're looking at Krampus, the Christmas Demon. As the nights grow dark and Christmas approaches, children in Germany, Austria, Hungary and the Czech Republic begin their preparations for St Nicholas's visit. While they're preparing, a dark creature is awakening. Only good children get visited by jolly old St Nick. Bad children have to deal with a totally different kind of Christmas. Something straight from a horror movie. A lot of European folklore have mentions of evil Christmas creatures, and all of them punish bad children. However, Krampus is of a different calibre. At the very beginning of December, usually the 5th, St Nicholas visits the children. But he brings a friend along, who isn't interested in the good kids. The night is known as Krampus Night, or Krampusnacht when Krampus comes to dole out punishments. He visits the bad kids and beats them, kidnaps them by stuffing them into his sack and whisks them away to his lair. The next morning, any children who weren't visited by Krampus check their shoes to find out if they've been good or bad. The origins of Krampus aren't found in Christianity, nor are they found in any Christmas story. In fact, they're found in Norse mythology. It's not a very long origin. The story goes that Krampus was actually the son of Hel, the ruler of Helheim. That's all I can find about it. It wasn't until the 17th century that Krampus began to be part of Christmas and joined St Nicholas with his Christmas visits. The earliest known mention of Krampus outside of Norse mythology is in Vienna during the Enlightenment, which happened between 1685 and 1815. Here, he was used as an educational tool to help children to learn discipline and obedience. Some people believe that he appeared earlier than that, originating in Bavaria after the Thirty Years' War, which happened between 1618 and 1648. His association with a specific knight may have appeared in the 17th and 18th centuries when carnival parades became popular in the mountainous regions of Austria and Bavaria. These knights were an excuse for young people to get drunk and riot and were soon banned. Krampusnacht happens during a period of pagan winter festivals and rituals. As Christianity became more popular in the areas that believed in him, Krampus shift to fall in line with the religion. Instead of just a bushel of birch branches and a sack, 
Krampus would visit adorned in chains and bells in a reflection of the binding of the devil himself. Soon enough, even the sack was removed, replaced with a basket to keep children in so he could take them down to hell with him. From there, it was just a part of Christmas festivities. The carnivals even returned, with fathers roaming the streets dressed as Krampus in a carnival called Krampuslauf, or a Krampus run. It doesn't end there either. When the postcard industry experienced a boom in the 1890s Germany and Austria, a new tradition began, Krampuskarten. This was when people would send cards adorned with Krampus to friends and families. Unlike Christmas cards, they weren't meant to make people feel warm and fuzzy inside. Some of these cards were marked Greetings from Krampus and showed distressing images of children being stuffed into a sack or being hit with birch sticks. Sometimes the postcards depict Krampus going after the children to beat them, kidnap them or leading them away in chains or being carried off in his sack. Some of these postcards were more adult too. In the early 20th century, the cards didn't just depict the children being kidnapped by Krampus. Some of them showed Krampus proposing to women. Some of them even depict Krampus as a woman, whipping tiny men with birch sticks and carrying them off in her sack. In another one, a smiling woman holds Krampus in the air while she hides his birch, stick, birch sticks behind her back. These cards circulated for over a century before they appeared in the United States. In 2004, art director and graphic designer Monte Beauchamp published a book that contained Krampus cards and also helped organise an art show inspired by those cards. This actually made Krampus a Christmas icon in the US. In 2015, the film Krampus released. The film follows a family who have come together for Christmas. Something happens and Krampus is summoned to punish the whole family. There are many other Krampus-themed films, but none of them had the same impact as the 2015 film. Krampus hasn't always been loved though. He's pretty contentious. His presence has been suppressed for a long time. The Catholic Church forbade the Krampus Karten and the celebration of Krampusnacht because of its devilish nature. Fascists in World War II also found him despicable because he was considered a creation of social democrats. His resurgence comes during a time of pop culture where the attitude seems to be about the dark side of things. He appears in several TV shows, such as Grimm. There are people who are worried that Krampus is over-commercialised now and is losing his edge. I personally think he's just getting started, and knowledge of him means he can punish a whole new generation of children if he so wishes. But before he does, we should probably talk about what he looks like. Krampus is fairly easy to describe. 
His appearance has been fairly steady for a long time. He has a single bare human foot and a single goat leg, complete with cloven hoof. When he appears, he has a basket or a sack slung over his shoulder and carries a bundle of birch branches. He has a pair of horns, pointed ears and a wicked tongue that's long and snake-like. Oh, and sometimes he has a tail too. Generally, he's depicted as covered in dark fur and sometimes sports a gold belt. Other times, he's draped in chains or dressed as St Nicholas. In some of these depictions, he's monstrous, hunched and hideous. These depictions tend to be more modern, with this version only really appearing in TV shows and movies. But that's all there is to it, really. There isn't anything else to him. Usually, this part of the episode is filled with theories as to what the creature of the week could be. However, there isn't any theories for this one. Not beyond the two usual ones about whether it is or isn't real. Krampus is very real to some people, appearing every December to punish the worst behaved children and kidnap them to torture them or take them to hell. His presence is terrifying to those people. But to others, Krampus falls into a few different camps. The first camp sees him as a story to show the dark side of Christmas, a reflection of the gift-giving St Nicholas, designed to punish those who behave badly. The second camp think he's not real, just a story from a time when there wasn't an explanation for disappearing children, or perhaps something much worse. The idea isn't a new one, with a lot of theories about cryptids and folklore being really similar. The third camp here is very similar, with Krampus just being a story, but he's very much a real part of folklore in that regard. Krampus isn't the only opposite to St Nicholas, as I explained at the beginning of the episode. A lot of European folklore has an evil Christmas creature. There's one in Iceland too, and even Japanese folklore involves a New Year's demon. These creatures are just as celebrated as the holidays that they appear on, and they visit anyone who has not behaved. Unlike St Nicholas, who is only brought up around Christmas to keep children in line, the evil creatures are a constant presence, designed to remind children to be good all year, preferably obedient and active. Really, that's all there is to Krampus. Is he real or just a story? We've missed Krampus Nut this year, but it's definitely Christmas, so he might still show up and take you away. Unless, of course, you've been good. The story and descriptions from this episode came from a history article called Meet Krampus, the Christmas Devil Who Punishes Naughty Children, a National Geographic article called Who is Krampus, explaining the horrific Christmas beast, an article from the Smithsonian magazine called The Origin of Krampus, 
Europe's Evil Twist on Santa. An article from the fairy tale traveller called The Dark Side of Christmas, The Legend of Krampus. A life science article called Who is Krampus and What Does He Have to Do with Christmas? An ATI article called The Story of Krampus, The Anti-Santa Who Punishes Naughty Children with Season's Beatings. And an article from the Peculiar Brunette called Krampus Origin and Peculiar Legend. Everything you need to know. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and still plan to post short pieces of episodes on TikTok as well as putting the episodes on YouTube, but that's going to involve me getting the time to plan that properly. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There's a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree, and as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month, and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events, or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, December 31st, so hold on until then. (laughs) 